This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. The potter was there, working away at his wheel. Whenever the pot the potter was working on turned out badly, as sometimes happens when you're working with clay. The potter would simply start over, and he'd use the same clay to make another pot. Then the Lord's message came to me, can I do just as this potter does, people of Israel? God's decree, watch this potter. In the same way that this potter works his clay, I work on you, people of Israel. Lord, we thank you that we'll hear your words and we will encounter and experience your works today. In Jesus' name. I want you to notice a few phrases here. It says, whenever. That's kind of an open-ended statement, isn't it? It's all-encompassing. It doesn't just set a specific time. It doesn't just say, well, between between the, the ages of early childhood or it didn't set a time frame between adolescence and didn't set a time frame between teenagers or young adults or middle-aged or old age, he just said, whenever. Everybody say, whenever. Whenever the work that he was working on turned out badly, as sometimes happens when you're working with clay. Another translation says, the vessel he was making of clay was marred in his hand. But the vessel he was shaping from the clay, another translation says, became flawed in his hand. The English Standard Translation version says that, and the vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand. The contemporary English version says it this way, and whenever, everybody again say whenever, The clay would not take the shape that he wanted. The Good News translation says, Whenever a piece of pottery turned out imperfect. The International uh, Standard Version says this, But the vessel he was working on with the clay was ruined in the potter's hand. The Christian Standard Version says it this way, but the jar he was making from the clay became flawed in the potter's hand. The New Living Translation says this now, or the New English Translation says this, now and then. Everybody say now and then. There would be something wrong with the pot he was molding with his hands. Notice the words whenever and now and then. You know, there are failures and flaws and faults, imperfections, words like ruined, spoiled, 
something went wrong, as it happens when you're working with clay, turned out badly, you know life can take a turn, can it? Life can go wrong, can it? Life can get messed up, doesn't it? And maybe life is messed up right now. Now just look straight ahead and act like everything's just fine. As the perfect pretense won't get you very far with a God who sees everything and knows everything. And just simply wants us to, you know, uh, they were in the garden and they were naked. But they were not ashamed. Because God, who knows all and sees all, perfect love, cast out any fear. There was no guilt. There was no shame. Because of Him. See, maybe life is messed up right now. Maybe it turned out badly. Maybe... We didn't take the shape that he had hoped for. But you know, that's not our final outcome, is it? Because you know, everything in this life, everything here is temporary. Everything. Everything is temporary. All the comings and goings, the uprising and downsettings. I like the way that the Bible says that, the uprisings and the downsettings. The ups and the downs of life of this earthly existence are only temporary. Romans, the 8th chapter, and 17 and 18, the Message Bible says this. If we go through the hard times with him, then we're certainly going through the good times with him. That's why I don't think there's any comparison between the present hard times and the coming good times. You know, we'll often describe uh, situations that people face and things that happen. We'll say, well, they're having a hard time right now. They're going through a hard time. And there are hard times. There are hard things in this life. But they're only temporary. I said they're only temporary. See, because God's hand represents God's can. It's, it represents his ability, his power to do in our life. God is a God who still does what God's always done. You notice that things went wrong with the clay while it was in the potter's hand. One of the things that was reiterated over and over again, the words changed, spoiled, ruined, turned out badly, all of that. But the one thing that remained constant and the same was that it was in his hand. It was in his hand. You know, living for God doesn't mean that you miss everything or that earthly, that things that happen down here uh, on the earth 
sometimes happen to us. You know, the, one of the big stumbling blocks in Christianity is say, well, I don't understand why bad things can happen to good people. Well, you know, there's a bad devil. Everything cannot be laid at God's feet. Some stuff has to be laid at the feet of the Bible says that Jesus called him an enemy. Jesus called him uh, a thief. Jesus called him an outlaw. Jesus said he was a murderer and a liar from the beginning. The truth wasn't in him. So stuff happens. Under the potter's watch. Under the potter's hand. Well, if God can do anything... Why didn't he stop that? Well, God can do anything so long as we will. Are you listening? But God made people with a free will. So some stuff happens because of the will of people. Can I get a witness in the house today? He, but the Bible says that he reworked it. He remade it. He made it again. The New Living Translation says, But the jar he was making did not turn out as he had hoped. Anybody in the house ever have anything turn out not as you had hoped when you first started? If you'd have known, you probably never would have took the trip. But you know, we're all taking the trip, aren't we? We're on this journey from the cradle to the grave. And and this is a life that has to be lived. And this is a life that... We do the best that we can and that we know to do. The thing of it is, if we lean to our own understanding, we're always going to come out badly. But the Bible says that we can trust in the Lord with all of our heart and not have to lean to just our own understanding because there's an understanding that's beyond what the world can reason and argue about. There's a, there's a greater thing happening here than just the day-to-day and the, and the getting knocked down. Thank God there's an eternal who will pick you back up again and set you back up on your feet and put you back on the right road and just and listen and forgive and forget like it never happened. Aren't you glad that every failure can be, are you listening, all unrighteousness? Not only does he forgive sin, but he cleanses from all unrighteousness. Sometimes you just find out the hard way that that wasn't the right way. You find out the hard way that that was not the best thing. But thank God that you just learned the lesson. Oh, and I've been marred a time or two. I've got some marks on my life. I've got some places of imperfection. I've got some things that have been ruined. I've got some things that got spoiled and foiled in the making. But now listen, I do not wear those things in shame, but neither can I, le- can I wear them as a badge of pride. I simply say, when people look and see the scars on your line, listen, yes, there was a wounding. Yes, there was a hurt. Yes, there was. But I tell you, there is a healer. There is a God. There is a God that lifts our life out of the miry clay. There is a God. Hallelujah. And the glory goes to him. All the glory goes to him. Nothing will ever be wasted with God. 
He redeems our life. The Bible says that the potter would simply start over and make another pot. But there's a little statement that's said there. And if you don't catch it, it, it will get by you. said he will simply start over, but he'll use the same clay. Everybody say, it's still the same Jesus. Listen, that loved me when I was unlovable, that took me when I was untakeable, that, that I don't understand or know why, but he still wanted me. I did not, I rejected him, but he chose me. He took me anyhow. Hallelujah. And boy, I have tried to follow him, but sometimes I've been tripped up. Sometimes I don't want to get back up again. But he has never, ever left me behind. He'll just stand there. And he is a helper in a time of trouble. He is the one that sticks closer when everybody else runs off. When everybody else says you're done. When the devil says just stay down this time. What's the use? What's the point of trying to get back up again? And you agree with him you'll find those everlasting arms reach down I remember being going to a revival and and boy my Christianity had begun to wane just a little bit because you see it's it's only one measure to be to be saved and born again and 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 I'd been saved and born again but 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 I I looked around and I saw others that had been saved and born again, and I saw their light. Their light was their light was growing dim, and and uh, you know if there's not any oxygen in the room, the candle will go out. You know, so you got to have you got to have fresh air. You got to have the fresh breeze. You got to have fresh wind and fresh fire from the Holy Ghost. And I, I remember we went to a revival, and the, the, where the sole purpose of it, there was more of God I had to find out. I needed to know for myself. And the, and the evangelist sang a, a, a little tune, a little song. I don't know whether it was a contemporary at that time or if it was a way old song. There was such a mixture, and we need both, don't we? We need the old treasure, and we need the new treasure. But there was something on that song. It said, when my Savior reached down for me, he had to reach way down for me. And I'll tell you, my heart, my heart was, was struck. My, my, it was you're singing my song. See, I, I, I was fresh off of the, out of the miry clay. I, I hadn't even really got my feet. Are you listening? There was too much clay between me and the solid rock. I was, felt like I was slipping and I was sliding because clay is slippery. You know what I'm talking about? And he said, when my Savior reached down for me, he had to reach way down. But thank God he reached. He can reach you where you are. He can reach you. You're not gone too far. It's not too late. It's not too deep that God cannot reach you where Uh, the jar he was making it just didn't turn out as he had hoped the new living translation this new life says so he crushed it into a lump of clay again you know Sometimes we 
We need to come to the place where we're moldable and shapeable and to come back to a place of, yes, Lord, just tell me what, tell me how. Sometimes we run off with our own idea. Sometimes we run off with God's idea and twist it and get it all wrong. He says, no, so he crushed it into a lump of clay again. David said this, he goes, oh, he goes, the other side of that adversity. The other side of that trouble, he goes, it was good that I went through it. Because now I keep your law. Now it's just not written in the, in the page of your book. It's not just written in my mind. It's written in my heart. Yeah, the potter would just simply said he crushed it into a lump of clay again and started over. God starts over new. With the same you, but he starts over new. You know, God's hand, God is able to do something new with you. I'm going to ask you to believe that today. See, he has already, before the foundations of the world, knew everything that you would do and everything you wouldn't do. Knew every twist and turn, knew every trap, every sin, knew every pit you'd fall into. He knew it all before that. That he has still, before the foundations of the world, put together a path, put together a life that's right, a life that's full and rich with wholeness. When one definition of, of wholeness is peace, nothing missing, nothing broken, and by golly, nothing wasted. Amen? Because what the world calls an imperfection, what the world calls a flaw, what the world uh, calls a mark on your life is a beauty mark from God. For he makes all things beautiful. He makes all things beautiful. He makes all things beautiful in its time. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm announcing a time to you today. Joy, see, a life that's full and rich with peace and with joy. Joy is a strong life, a long life. Listen, that, that where, we, where we are able to say with gladness, not with sadness, but with gladness, your will, your way always is better for me, God. And I lived, I, I lived the happy ever after life. Well, after what? After what has happened. After the hurt. After the wrong. After the broken. After the ruin. I'm going to ask you to believe that he's starting over new with you today. He simply starts over new. Pastor Ron's going to come. The Bible says that he surrounds us. Something about when Jesus shows up. You surround me. Something special about when you don't yet despite your best efforts that you 
you just can't seem to get to him. But he comes to us where we are. And I'll tell you, he's here today. I'm no here's the evidence of this his touch because there comes a point in time when you're spinning on the wheel and everything has been crushed and he's done with the old just didn't work out so it's time to start new it's one touch that brings us back to the lump of clay It's another touch when he starts something new. When he starts to pull and to push the new out of that same clay. Have you ever feeling the push and the pull of God in your life, in your heart? I said, are you, have you sense, have you, because you know, I'm going to tell you what now, I, I don't, I live by faith, but there's sometimes I'm, I'm, I am looking for a feeling. <laughs> because some stuff just leaves you numb, and you, and you don't want to be hard, and you don't, are you listening? When it's hard to sense God, or to know what God's doing, or to feel God, the dangerous place for me is that God, don't leave me here, that like David said, don't take God, if I've done anything, if, if there's something be- between us, create in me a clean heart. A clean heart. God, renew a right spirit inside of me. Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore. that old song create in me a clean heart create in me a clean heart oh God and renew a right spirit within me cast me not away from thy presence let your Holy Spirit I'm going to tell you right now his touch and his hand is on you right now as I speak I'm asking you to believe that God is beginning a greater work greater than what has happened is what's happening here right now I say it's a new thing because God has said that he's doing a new thing and his touch, listen is helping hurting hearts today I know we're always saying by faith, well we're good we're blessed, we're highly favored those are good things to say they're good things to declare and decree by faith Sometimes.
it doesn't seem like that's working out too well. Sometime between the yes I believe and the hallelujah there it is. Is a real struggle. There's a lot of I don't know and I don't understand. But I'm going to tell you the sign of his touch today is that while I've been talking today. There's a voice within my voice. And while I've been speaking, while I speak, the Holy Spirit's been working these words from his word. And the evidence is that there are hearts that are yearning. There are hearts that are churning. And there are hearts that are burning here today. And that's the evidence that we know God is here. Jesus is here. And if that's personal to you, I'm going to just tell you, listen, don't, don't, don't go anywhere for just a minute because you need to let him finish what he started. Because he's starting over new today with you. You know, Jesus sent the spirit of truth and he said that he will bear witness to what is true. And he's bearing witness to this truth today. He said, can I do the same thing with you? I did with this, with the house of Israel. Can I start over brand new with you? I believe he can. So while we take just a moment here, we're going to be still in front of the of the Lord. Amen. And we're going to take just a moment. See, because all the business in the world doesn't, it's probably the worst enemy that we have. Sometimes we just need to sit. Sometimes we just need to be in His presence for just a moment. We need to let our heart yearn. We need to let it let it let it yearn until it begins to churn inside of us. Because the end of it is God wants to light a brand new fire on the inside of you. Amen. Wants to restore some things to you. Hallelujah. He surrounds us with songs of deliverance. Jesus still is the same. He's the same today. He's the same always. pray a little prayer and then we're going to end it in praise. You can stop playing for just a second, Pastor Ron. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, you still save from sin. You still deliver from disaster and from destructions. You still heal hurts. You still Make broken whole. You're still working. And you're still undoing the works of the devil. And while we're here in this place right now, just still before you. Lord, I thank you for your touch on every heart that 
needs a touch from you, needs to know. Just needs to be touched. If that you want, you just, every eye's closed, every, no one's paying attention to who is or who isn't. This isn't about them, this is about you right now. And about Jesus personal. If you need a touch from God, I want you to just reach out. Thank you, Lord. You know, the Bible teaches this. You see this over and over again, drawing near to God, and then he draws near to us. There were many that their faith led them, it says, to just touch the hem of his garment. And what happened? Power was released. For whatever they were believing God for. Hallelujah. Thank you master. We're not going to leave this place today. The same that we came in. So I believe. That you're going to do something. Brand new. And make us. Into. Do another way. And make us another vessel. You're a master at turning what the enemy meant for evil for our good. We thank you for that today. Hallelujah. Let's just, I'm going I'm to sing you that little, that little ditty and then we'll make it our prayer today. Amen. Because I felt the Holy Ghost on it. How about you? Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me and cast me not away from your presence O God take not your Holy Spirit from me restore unto me the joy of my salvation And renew a right spirit within me. Can you sing that with me for just a minute? Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, O God. 
Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Oh, restore unto me the joy of my salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Hallelujah. You know, we don't always have to understand everything. Any more than I have to know how to fly the plane than to get in the plane and go from here to there. You don't have to know or understand. The Bible says, my ways are much higher than your ways. But you know God has a way, doesn't he? That in a moment, there can be a movement of our life. That we were here. And then suddenly we're there. Suddenly, it was all about what had happened. And now it's about what's happening right now and what's about to happen. Because God will put a new picture on the inside. There is this combustible moment sometimes that even if there's just a few embers, one little one little uh, flickering red in all of the blackness of the ashes. The Bible says he gives us beauty for ashes. You know how? So he'll take the, those little tender, tender, combustible things. See, what can catch on? Did you catch anything today? Did you catch anything See, some stuff can't be taught. It has to be caught. Amen. The Bible says, Behold, what a, what a great matter. Just a little fire. Just a little bit of fire. Amen. Just a little bit. Just a little touch. Just a little touch from God. And start turning the whole thing in a different direction. Amen. And where you're going round and round and round and down and down and down, all of a sudden God changes the direction and starts pulling. Are you listening? And pulling and pushing our life into a new shape. How many of you know you're going to wind up in great shape by the time God gets done with you? How many of you believe God started with a touch today? He's been here. Amen. We love you, Jesus. Oh, we love, we love the way that you love us. We love what you do uh, with our lives. And we're not trying to be super spiritual or anything like that. But I'm going to tell you what now. Uh, sometimes you, we, we, we need to be a little bit more than we've been before. Sometimes we need to do it a little different than just how we've always, than how we've always done. Amen? And I'm going to tell you what now. You know, spit and... Red face, all that kind of stuff might help you for a moment. It might, you know. It might blow your little balloon up, but the minute we get you outside. <laughs> Amen. But God can do a thing in a, in a moment with a movement from the Spirit of God. God can do something that is eternal in your life. 
that is eternal happily ever after. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Everybody in this house been born again? You've given your heart to the Lord? Then you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, let's, let's do that right now. Say, dear Jesus, I'm ready. I don't have to know how. I just believe that you do, that you have in others, and that you will with me. Come into my heart. Make me brand new. Do the new in me. I thank you for it. Thank you for a new heart, a new life, a new start. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.